If you want it, you can have it. But you gotta learn to reach out there and grab it. Welcome to We Are Weezer Season 3, Perfect Situations, number 23, Weezer News. I'm your host, Rachel, and I'm here today with Sue Ann. Hi, Sue Ann. Hi, Rachel. Uh, We Are Weezer is a podcast about Weezer, and we have two kinds of episodes, a song review episode where we have fun facts and use our unique rating system to rate the songs. We also have some fun new segments for season three and uh yeah we discussed a song it's fun and we also have perfect situations where i'll interview a fun special guest uh we'll talk about a wheeze mark or it could be our new and improved wheezer news (laughs) do you have any updates for the party peeps sue ann I actually don't. I'm What's going on over boring. in Canada? You said you're having a, a some kind of winter changeover. And I was oh, like, what the? Right. What is a winter changeover? <laughs> That's so funny. I know I did make it sound like it was like a formal thing. No. <laughs> it's like, uh, is that where you fall really back? When- like, does your time change? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it was really funny because, yeah, when I texted that, and you're like, what's a winter changeover? I was like, oh, it's basically <laughs> just, yeah, me cleaning up my um, summer clothing and putting all my stuff away. It's like winter gear now um, because there's so much snow outside. Yeah, it's snowed and then it's You have snow already? Yeah, we have snow already. Wow. Um, it came, I think, like last week. We were kind of like, oh, <laughs> we're going to put all our, um, you know, patio furniture away and all that stuff. And didn't have time it already came so now yeah I, I think it's supposed to melt a little bit so that we can kind of um regroup whatever that's yeah yeah re- do all that stuff so we just did the indoor stuff first like um our clothes <laughs> i know i did like find like all these like sweaters just to you know keep warm everything is so it's so chilly now so i'm like ah. but i love winter it's, it's i call it pinkerton season <laughs> i like it i like it too yeah. it's starting to get cold here at night Mm. but it's still hot ish during the day so it's really annoying because it's like hot dry windy and then cold yeah that's what's been going on over here we had so we had like some craziness over in my area this week Mm -hmm. but we've been having california specifically has been having a lot of fires because the winds i it's really dry i guess eh? yeah it's I don't, it's just like there's a fire everywhere all the time so at certain points and it's getting worse. Is it all in the north of California or like where, uh, or is it everywhere? Like, <laughs> I want to say that a lot of it is like where we are because up oh. north is cooler and oh, south okay. is mo- more moist and cool, mm-hmm. I want to say. <laughs> Sorry, the word. Moist. There's a lot of moisture down there. Moisture there. So, <laughs> are you more inland then? I guess. Uh, 
Yeah. No, well, me, I'm inland from like Santa Monica or something for sure. Oh, okay. but like for, to the beach takes me an hour. Oh God, that's so nice to say. <laughs> Jeez. It's a long hour though. Mm. <laughs> it's a California it's- hour for sure. <laughs> yeah. You guys have nasty traffic. I've seen it from just like looking up or just hearing about you know, the rush hours yeah. there sound and it's brutal. only getting worse Ugh, like three hours or so like just sitting if it's a long commute I guess like I a regular commute is probably an hour <laughs> Ugh. standard of sitting in your car yeah. so yeah it's good times <laughs> yeah people don't really walk there do they no. you have to drive everywhere you have to mm-hmm. unless yeah. you're a kid and you like walk to your walk to school and like your job is at the grocery store across the street from your house like mm-hmm. you're gonna have to take the bus or drive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. crazy <laughs> I mean I wish that I worked at the grocery store across from my house that'd be kind of sweet <laughs> but just go home for lunch yeah like free food mm-hmm. all day maybe <laughs> I don't know are you ready to yeah. get into some Weezer news yeah I mean there's so much that we I might as think well I'm like get s- going Yeah, I'm stalling (laughs) because I'm so anxious about it. (laughs) All right, you guys, we'll be back with some weird news. Welcome back. We're going to, we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to try not to go too fast or too slow or take too long. And here we go. So uh, August 20th, uh, Charlie Plunk wrote a column, Who Should Be Inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2020? And um, he said this about Weezer. He said, while they might not be everyone's favorite, Weezer's dense and diverse track record alone should put them into consideration for induction for the prestigious Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The fact that the band has been constantly making quality music on a multitude of albums throughout their entire career. Do you agree, (laughs) Sian? Yeah, totally. You better agree. You better agree. You're on a podcast about that. You better agree. No, I totally do. I mean, they've been around for so long and they've, you know, they've they've grown like quite an interesting like career and fan base, I think. Like 
they have really hardcore old fans and then just they keep getting like, these new youngins and this is their year right like so like i know that they just didn't get the grammy or something last year or this year mm-hmm. but next mm-hmm. year it's going to be they've got to get it right <laughs> i hope so i think they have a lot of people who are like <laughs> who were waiting or whatever kind of doing that countdown of like oh how many more years until they can <clears throat> be inducted or whatever so yeah hopefully it's starting it's, to get be annoying. awesome yeah <laughs> you know actually it's really funny i think you should <laughs> so the, our our summary of some news of these news like topics or whatever <laughs> or because like how did how did we come about them <laughs> it's from your yeah your, my uh, weezer email. i have a weezer news <laughs> alert so every day i get all the Weezer, like anything that says Weezer in it, I get a link to them and I try to read them. I really do, but it's a lot. And (laughs) there's literally something every day. And since we're on Weezer news, let's talk about (laughs) Weezer the cat. Okay. (laughs) So the title is Senior Calico Cat is Thriving After a Difficult Early Life by Stacey Holliday, special to (laughs) Cleveland.com. Rexville, Ohio. This is Weezer, my calico cat. I adopted her from the Cleveland APL back in 2006 at the age of two. She came to me with digestive and emotional problems, which which have taken years to correct. But with the right diet and a lot of understanding, she has done well in our household. Our other cat, Cotton, an orange tabby, tolerates her for the most part. We are glad to have our animal friends. Aww. Aww. <laughs> We're so glad that Weezer is doing good. <clears throat> and Yeah, I wish there was a backstory of why she named it Weezer, but we can only assume. And she's really cute, <laughs> so... <laughs> Best of luck to you, Stacy and Weezer and Cotton and everyone else in your family. And we'll put a little picture up on social media, too, because Weezer <laughs> is pretty wants- darn cute. Don't you think? <laughs> she is adorable. Yeah, I like calico cats. I like the, the color, the coloring of them. I, I remember. Oh, OK, never mind. I was going to go off on a tangent. A cat about, tangent? Like, a tangent? Yeah. <laughs> Catching. Okay. Oh, catch. I don't know. Catching. But yeah, anyway, it was something about the mom and dad and the genetics and <laughs> yeah, the oh, coloring is... specifically. Yeah, oh, yeah wow. like the coloring or whatever. Like, anyway, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We're just going to skip it. <laughs> okay. So moving on. So I think I put this on Facebook, but Brian Hyatt from Rolling Stone magazine said that, or he's giving a quote from Matt Sharp when they said, hey, if Weezer gets into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, are you going to play with them or like, what's your stance? And Matt Sharp basically said, no, um, I can't see music quite like that. I'm grateful for any support given to me because I know it's a privilege. And the idea of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame seems like I can't quite get my head around what that is or what its purpose is. I don't really think of music in that competitive nature. How many three-pointers did we make? But if something like that were to happen, it's their moment. So Weezer's current bass is Scott Schreiner. He's been in the band since 2001. And Matt said, Scott's been in the band. 
many years longer than I was at this point. It's been a minute and I'd want him to have his space and enjoy that. So that's pretty decent. I think that's, you know. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was cool too. I'm like, right on. Like true dad. (laughs) Because it does make sense. It's like, I mean, yeah, he's been in the band longer than than Matt has. Matt has only been in there for like two albums. Well, I don't think people they... were like insinuating like, hey, get back together or something. But I think <laughs> they were like, well, maybe you want to like go play a song or I don't know. <laughs> It'd be cool. Yeah. I was like, honestly, if they all like kind of all the old members kind of join them on stage, I think that would be really cool. That would cool. be cool. But yeah, it's it's good that they're kind of like on pretty good terms in that sense that, you know, like he, he it sounds like he's like happy for them mm-hmm. if that were to happen but then like like he doesn't he's okay it, with like, it. kind of make the attention yeah it's like he doesn't want it to be about him because it really isn't right <laughs> it's yeah so i think that's pretty good i like hearing that they are on good terms because like you know obviously like everyone, warm and fuzzy yeah yeah because like you always kind of think that they're oh because you know of the drama from before you always think that they're they're not on good terms but um, yeah, there's been a couple different sources that say that they're on good terms. This is where I'm going to go off again on a weird tangent. I think I told you about this earlier. This um, this guy used to follow uh, Bobby. It was like something. A we- oh yeah, it was like a it was a website called called BuddyHead.com. Buddyhead. And I used yeah I used to get all like my music um, gossip <laughs> from that site. And I guess I don't know if the guy like running it now just recently got on Instagram or somehow I, I I became aware that he's on Instagram now, but he's been working with Matt Sharp, I guess, like kind of direct. I think he directed like their latest uh, video type stuff. Hmm. I think it, it was when he was performing at the um, improv place. Um, oh, OK. Maybe. Yeah, I think he I think he helped direct that so anyways he's they're like buddies like i think he's friends with matt sharp and he's also friends with um rivers or he's worked with both of them and he did like a instagram um like ask me anything type thing and i guess somebody had asked him like what the deal was between matt sharp and rivers and he said that they're cool so i was like oh that's that's kind of cool to hear it from someone else's perspective that knows both of them but yeah so (laughs) it's good they're they're good what's his instagram <laughs> name i think it's it's, it's like Trav, travis michael keller oh what's his name not buddy head no <laughs> no i think he does his own thing i i don't know everything about him i just know like little bits and pieces that i used to read his site and then it's weird just finding him i think it's because i was following a hashtag and like that came up and apparently he contributed and or he had an interview in that um, mm. Rivers Edge book. I see. Um, and he said, "Yeah, he said that like Rivers bought him like a pair of shoes or something like that back back in the day." And I was like, "Oh, that's kind of a neat little tidbit, I guess." Is he young? <laughs> he looks young. Um, I don't. Well, what what would young what would young be? I think he's around my brother's age so maybe he's like seven years older than me what this guy <laughs> looks like a kid <laughs> hey, he's cool. uh, is um, he an old kid oh i see it now <laughs> he's one of those guys that dresses like you know how we all do 
kind of just the same as you did in high school? That's funny because I think he mentions that in like some of his posts or whatever that he hasn't really changed his style. Like he dresses like he's dressed that way pretty much his whole life. I know. I mean, that's how I feel. Like I wear the same shoes (laughs) that I wore in high school. Oh man, get out of here. The only thing that's changed is uh, the pants that I wear, but everything else is (laughs) the same. I back then it was like baggy pants or like boot cut, right? <laughs> or bell bottoms, but now yeah. it's you know I'm with the times. I totally I'm hip with the kids with- now, yo. <laughs> well, it's crazy when your stuff like wasn't. Well, it's not like I was not really a trend follower, but like you know it's kind of like in style now. Like I was like I've had Converse forever. Like I wore them since grade six or not grade six or grade seven. And, like, to see that cycle <laughs> happen again, like, because I'm sure even before I started wearing them, there was, you know, obviously there was people wearing them way before me. And then it's just yeah. weird, all these cycles coming back with, like, the the clothing. And I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> I was like, I still have those and I still wear them. And now they're in style. Yay! And now they're in style and it's embarrassing. No, it's <laughs> it great. <laughs> Shows I never change. Yeah, I wear the same stuff too. Um, obviously, the sizes are different. <laughs> Much bigger now. Well, so he's kind of like that guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's looks like looks like a skater surfer dude. That <laughs> that's exactly what he does. The only yeah, thing that's gotten totally older skate. is his face, basically. <laughs> so yeah, no, he, he seems like he's in a really good place. Because like when I used to read that site, it was like you know they sound like little bratty kids. You would like uh even though he's older than me, it's weird calling him a kid. But I mean, when I'd read it, I was like in high school in Canada, like a young teen reading about like L.A. gossip, like bands, uh, you know, or music, the music scene here and like the gossip behind, you know, really douchey people. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool because he kind of unveiled, you know, like uh, certain characters or like you're just like, oh, I kind of like that band. And then you hear like the lead singer's like a complete douchebag or whatever. So, um Anyway, so that speaking was, that of was dressing my... the same as you did in high school, <laughs> I love this. Um, <laughs> tell us the title of this next one, Sue Ann. Oh my! <laughs> is, wait, is it this one? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. So, reporter's notebook. Weezer was a lit dose of nostalgia. Lit <sighs> dose. <laughs> Do people use lit anymore? <laughs> this person is too old to use lit. Obviously. <sighs> I love it. It doesn't even have a name of the person. Okay. <clears throat> so that was a good segment. Darn it. I had it somewhere. <laughs> Aspen Daily News staff, September 1st, 2019. Um, I guess they played the Jazz Aspen Snowmass Friday night. <laughs> and it took him back to a simpler time. Nostalgia's weird, powerful sensation. So they played like a 75-minute uh, set of their covers and apparently delivered all the feels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, they really appreciated um, the covers, I guess. So they played happy together. Um, of course they always play their, you know, their most popular hits. Say it ain't so Beverly Hills, pork and beans, no scrubs, and buddy Holly. Oh, so they opened with it and they closed with it. Oh, that's what I meant to highlight. They closed ah, with a acapella version the, right. of Buddy Holly, and I thought 
that that was cool. And weren't you and I talking about them doing different acapella songs or something? Yeah, yeah. We're because we were talking about devotion the last time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that'd be a great acapella uh, song. Um, but yeah, I didn't know if they were still doing it. So like, apparently me. they I are. Guess they still are. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I, th- I didn't get to see it live yet, so. It's cool that they're still doing it. I just wish they would pick a different song, maybe. Because, like, I mean, they, people heard Buddy Holly twice. Like, <laughs> I was like, just pick another song. You could do it, guys. <laughs> Devotion comes to mind. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this person was apparently there for the guitar riffs. Um, they did not disappoint. Oh, never seen the band live. Well, that's a good, um, ex- well, it's exciting to see them live. They're always a good live band, though. Yeah. I don't think you... Well, and it's cool yeah, that like they you... liked it having mm-hmm. me, like, being a first-time Weezer mm. live viewer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so what is this part? It says, I've never been so attracted to a group of last picks in gym class. What? Noted one friend. How dare they? <laughs> it's okay, though. It's the... okay, though. They They make it better. <laughs> okay, uh, who will remain anonymous and sh- and as somebody who appreciates a solid pair of funky printed pants, singer and guitarist Rivers Cuomo's plaid choice did not go unnoticed. Bam, your fave, yeah, <laughs> your favorite pair of pants. Now I don't know if I'd I call them solid and funky, <laughs> but you know, um, have you ever heard of Cold, the band Cold? <laughs> And their song, Stupid Girl, because I have not. And I guess they're like a hard rock band from... And they're calling it, them um, groundbreaking. I've never well, heard of them. How old is this news? That's why it's killing me. How old is this news? Well, I don't... It must have just... This interview must have just come out because it was in <laughs> recent times mm-hmm. or That's something. Crazy. Maybe, I mean... I, I do think there is a resurgence of like this rap rock uh, stuff happening again. Is that who they like, are? I think they're like part of that wave of like rap rock groups, like <laughs> Limp Biscuit and stuff. <laughs> Limp Biscuit. Who else was Corn? Oh, I think is like yeah. part of that stuff. And I mean, I remember I had that phase. I don't. Yeah, I never had I fall- that phase. Oh, the you're record. lucky. <laughs> I think you. Were, I you liked were Kid Rock, prob- but that was it. Yeah, it was kind of around. I did not that like the Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I was like, no. Can't I totally had that phase. Really? Yeah, you're you're lucky. Yeah, I oh, had that geez. phase. I was like my grade, maybe grade seven, grade eight. It was it was quite popular at the time. So this was posted September 3rd, 2019 on Kerrang. Oh, two, well, wait, 2000? That what? interview, yeah. Yeah, maybe, oh, maybe. So they, they're touring the- cold. Oh. They were interviewed. and he, and But what I thought was cool is that they talked about how Rivers helped the guy from cold mm-hmm. <laughs> write this song. Stupid, Stupid girl, girl, which was like their big hit, I guess. I'm assuming. Oh yes, it's right there in the title. Hello. <laughs> and was it a big hit? I, I've never heard of it, but apparently it was their big hit. So, oh, I see. whatever. Like, this <laughs> podcast is my big hit. <laughs> Two. Um, 
So I'll be I'll be the the interviewer and you be Scooter, okay? So Stupid Girl was the track a lot of fans associate with Cold. But not many people know it was co-written with Rivers Cuomo. How did you guys and Rivers become acquaintances to where you could ask for his input on this song? It was kind of awkward the way it happened. We were doing Year of the Spider and we had a couple of parties out in our house. We had some friends from House of Pain, Cypress Hill, Limp Biscuit, and everybody would just come out and hang out together and do these big barbecues. And a couple times, Rivers would come to the house. He was on the same label at the time. I believe Geffen Records president uh, Jordan Schur invited him over. I was a giant Weezer fan ever since my name, uh, the My Name is Jonas days. When I started out, I even wore the guitar strap with the lightning bolt on it. So Rivers came out to a party or two and we hung out. And he loved to talk about metal guitars. That was even more intriguing. I was like, he loves metal stuff so much. He's talking about it all the time. <laughs> so when Rivers started the song, he was like, yeah, it sounds like Weezer on acid, dude. <laughs> and he goes, it's a little darker than a Weezer song, but I get where you're going. Let me have it a couple days and see what I come up with. And then let's get together and get on this. <laughs> so he sent me back the lyrics and the melody for the verses. And he also did a chorus. It was the alternate chorus, the she's going away, what's wrong with my life today section. He had his own chorus written for it, and as soon as I heard it, I was just so enamored that I was working with Weezer and Rivers that I was so ecstatic about it. I loved it. That's cool. Right? That's so, nice. Yeah, that's a really interesting connection just to see how many people were hanging out with each other. Yeah, because, like, there is a photo of Rivers with, like, Fred Durst, I think, isn't there? There's, like, really I weird mean, pictures of him around that time. Yeah, the 90s are so weird. <laughs> So we have some big, big news happening for the week. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we got we got through all the, the email notifications. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, this isn't even all of them. This is just like what I thought was interesting. Can you imagine if I did all of them? We'd be here all day. We said the cat was the one that stuck up the most for me. I was like, yeah. I know. I was like, oh, okay. It's that's news. So it's Weezer news, technically. Okay, so... The big news is that Weezer is going on tour with Green Day and Fall Out Boy. And they call it the Hella Mega Tour. Hella Mega. Um, Hella Mega. <laughs> and then so I, with that, they're, you know, they've announced like a new single. And then there's also a new album that they're promoting. And it's Van very Weezer. guitar. Yeah, it's very guitar heavy. <laughs> and it, yeah, Van Weezer. I mean, it's... It, when you hear the the beginning of um, the end of the game, which is like their latest single or new single from that album, it sounds like Van Halen to me, like it stadium does. rock. It does. <laughs> you can just sort of imagine. I can't wait. I hope they. I hope they have costumes. I hope they they dress up like, like do the <laughs> whole Guns and Roses thing again. Yeah, like Def Leppard, or like, like do like a, a Weezer version of Kiss when they play. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be awesome. But yeah, that's what it sounds like if you guys haven't heard the new song. Have you listened to it already, right? Yes. Did you listen to it like when it first came out? I listened <laughs> to it a lot when it first came out and I just mm -hmm. like played a snippet uh, earlier mm -hmm. today and mm -hmm. I still like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's weasery. It's, it mm -hmm. is very 80s. 
yeah. sounding. The beginning, as soon as you hear it, you're just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nice to hear them back on their their rock, rocking yeah. out again. Um, I think it, we missed it. <laughs> I missed it. Okay, so... Um, so unfortunately, uh, in September, on September 16th, Rick Okasik passed away. He was the the lead singer of The Cars. He was uh, the producer of The Blue Album, which is uh, Weezer's debut 94 album. And he produced The Green Album, as well as Everything Will Be All Right in the End. And um, Weezer slash Carl, I'm not sure who wrote it. Carl's a pretty good writer, so I'm assuming it was him. But um, they put, like, this big, long tweet out, and it was very sweet. And a lot of people paid tribute, and as they should. But I don't think that we did it on our last Weezer News. So RIP, mm-hmm. Rick Ocasek, you will be missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was so influential for, like, a lot of bands. <laughs> and like, yeah. I mean, when you don't really dig into it, you don't realize how many uh, like albums he's produced for like you know others as well. Like mm-hmm. not only just Weezer, it's just like wow. <laughs> yeah, because I yeah. only ever really knew of him from like the Cars, and then when I like obviously when you start reading a little bit more, I was like, oh, <laughs> knowing about him producing like Weezer's albums and stuff like that, I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, he's fancy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's. So let's talk about some bands that wouldn't be here today without Weezer, which is just <laughs> this really random. Oh, I know why. It was Pinkerton's anniversary. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris Crovatin posted on September 24th, even as a timestamp, 6 p.m. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's also from a Kerrang article. Um, but he made a list of uh, bands who were obviously influenced by Weezer. And we're not going to talk about them all, but (laughs) some of them were Canadian. So I thought that was interesting. (laughs) So take it away, Sue Ann. Yeah, you should. (laughs) That's what I think, right? (laughs) Oh, so, oh, you want me to just talk? No. Well, there's, there's that one. Swimmers. Well, we've talked about swimmers before, obviously, because uh-huh. they have that Pinkerton cover switcheroo. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Do I know this one? I only know. I've only. I only like their name looks familiar, but I, I don't think I've heard anything. So swimmers. Okay. Well, I'll just read this from the article. Okay. Um, they're a rhythm-driven and more stony than Weezer. Uh, that is not my words those are that's a quote but there's so much that the former band has done um that the latter paved the way for uh vulnerable party rock low to the ground pop culture appreciation the big issues of the world as seen through some weirdo kids from california just because weezer started in the garage doesn't mean they never went skating at venice beach so i think that swimmers um is like the surf punk band that i've talked about before where they like had a collab with weezer and even did like weezer cover i don't know i don't remember but interesting that's them (laughs) what's number two oh so we talked about them earlier cold 
<laughs> the Jacksonville New Metal Stars. Oh, New Metal. That's the word that I was trying to think of. What was it calling? Rap rock? I guess it's the same. Sh- kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like another name for it. Uh, New Metal Stars Cold don't just share sonic similarities with Weezer. Really? <laughs> They share writer's credits. Weezer frontman Reverse Cuomo was actually an intrinsic part of writing Cold's big hit, Stupid, uh, Stupid Girl. Stupid Girl. <laughs> Stupid Girl. I keep thinking of the garbage song, by I the know. Way. I can't think of anything or, except garbage song when, yeah, when I, I hear, hear that. that. I don't think of Cold. <laughs> that's for sure. No. Mm-hmm. They also note Puppy, Culture Abuse, Dead Soft, Fiddler, Joyce Manor, which um, we knew because we've talked about them before on the show, and mm-hmm. a band called Bomb the Music Industry, exclamation point, mm-hmm. as well as a band called Pup. Tell us about that one, Suanne. Yeah, so they're like from Toronto. Um, they're like a hardcore punkish type band. Yeah, I mean, they're... Their uh, live shows are pretty exciting to watch. Really? What do they do? Yeah. Lots of moshing? Yeah, it's a lot of energy. It's 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 really good. Okay. <laughs> um, if you're into that type of stuff, or you probably already know. No, I don't. Are. I have no... Oh, the, the pop <laughs> oh, so fans just out like there? In, yeah, yeah, just in general, mm-hmm. I guess. They're pretty cool. Uh, they owe much of the sound of Weezer, but their subject matter also has a Rivers-esque vibe on songs like Morbid Stuff. The band confront darkness and anger with a fun, almost self-deprecating realism. When frontman Stefan Babcock yells, I was bored as fuck at the start of Morbid Stuff, it evokes a similar vibe to when Rivers sings, This is beginning to hurt at the opening Get You. Uh, Brothers in Arms for sure. Hmm. hmm Interesting. <laughs> I never really thought of that, but yeah, that, that that's kind of cool. <laughs> and then to finish off the list, oh, there's 11. Sorry, there's two more left. Has anyone heard of the Dirty Nil in Oso Oso? Oso Oso? Oso Oso? That's no idea. O S O O S O. I don't know if that means. Isn't that bear in Spanish? Or am I tripping? Is it a bear? Bear in Spanish? Bear, bear. Bear, bear. I don't know. Don't quote me. I don't know what I'm talking about half the time. (laughs) Or just like something super gross, (laughs) super dirty. Yeah. What what if it's not? I might be thinking of eyes, but I know that that's ojos, not oso. Do you know Spanish? (gasps) Do you speak Spanish? I know words and I (laughs) understand sentences. Is your background Spanish? Like, do you have Hispanic roots or anything? I am. Well, I'm half. I'm half Mexican. Oh my gosh! Okay, see, yeah. I, I never think. I. I don't think I fully like ever There's inquired. No songs about me, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I wish I could speak Spanish. I was doing it on Duolingo for a little bit. I was kind of <laughs> learning Spanish. It's definitely useful. It's useful for sure. It is a yeah. lot. It's one of them. I think it's like top one of the most useful languages because like a lot of places around the world speak it so that's cool if you talk slowly and look Mm -hmm. at me and point (laughs) to things as you say them Uh i'll understand (laughs) so like cool or i can figure it out but if you talk (laughs) fast and you're just like talking fast at me like there's no Mm -hmm. way i'm gonna be like i don't speak spanish i'm sorry (laughs) <laughs> but if you talk it, really, like, yeah. I don't know, I can, 
It depends. It all depends. Is it your mom's side or your dad's side? My mom's. Oh, that's awesome. I want... I I don't know why I'm like obsessed with saying was it old lady or grandma abuela? Mm-hmm. You're obsessed <laughs> with it. I don't know why it gets stuck in my head. I like You're to call so everybody funny. abuela. Have you ever had a Mexican hot chocolate? It's called abuelitas. No, it's really good. That sounds good though. Is it's it really spicy? Good. No, it's cinnamony. Cinnamon. Okay, I don't know why I, had, I could imagine it being a bit spicy. For Everything some, like, has cinnamon. Spicy. Like it's like churros have cinnamon. Mm. The Mexican <laughs> hot chocolate has cinnamon. It's really good though. Check what it out. Horchata? Is horchata? Is it's that... got cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, but oh, it's, geez, rice. Every... it's rice. It's rice. Oh, it's rice. And oh, okay. cinnamon. It's like a grain based type thing. And milk. Mm. So it's like horchata is really good. Horchata. <laughs> Horchata. I love it. Naranja. Is that orange? Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to go let's through all the words say, that I know. Yeah, let's just like Mela. say random words. <laughs> random Spanish words that I've learned from Duolingo. <laughs> Tell us some fun Canadian words that we wouldn't like understand over here. Oh my gosh. But you know, the weird thing is, I don't feel like there is anything super different from my area that I think is different. But winter change. Wait, what did you call it? Well, that was just me. Winter <laughs> changeover. Winter is that changeover. an actual thing that is called there, though? No. That's oh. why I started laughing when you said it. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I didn't realize that <laughs> it could sound like it's like an official thing that we do here. <laughs> Uh, watch Weezer cover Nirvana's Lithium at Rock in Rio. Did you see this? I haven't seen this actually yet. I did watch it and I did like it. Um, Was it streaming or did you uh, do the old um, VPN this thing? This one that I watched was on YouTube. Oh, okay. And they interviewed, so I guess Dave Grohl was in the audience mm-hmm. and um, River said, Later, um, or he said, we're going to cover a song from Dave Grohl's old band. Mm. And they started playing Lithium. I watched it. I liked it. Um, And then Dave Grohl said later to the crowd that um, tonight I'm going to dedicate this one to Weezer. Mm. I was backstage and I heard Weezer play the Lithium song. I got to be honest, I cried a little bit. Oh. I did. I missed. I miss playing that song. I miss it. <laughs> so I'm happy to hear Weezer play it again. So this one goes out to the sweet Weezer. Oh, that is actually really cute. <laughs> Considering how much Rivers like looked up to, like Nirvana and yeah. you know Kurt Cobain and oh. I, I will say this: you should really watch it. It's worth mm-hmm. a watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that he did good. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that he would have rocked out just a little bit more. Oh, I think he probably just wanted to, you know. Do a good job. Yeah, do a good job. And he did. But, and oh, so if anyone's amazing. talking crap about it, then they're wrong. Because it was, <sighs> I thought it was a good cover. So mm-hmm. check it out. I mean, um, yeah, I was going to say the person who played in the band that sang the song said it was good. So, <laughs> so shut up. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Non-existent angry person at us. I know, <laughs> just made them up. <laughs> but yeah, that's totally awesome. I am, I'm going to have to watch it myself because, yeah, I'd like to hear that. Um, okay, so. Yes, so um, there's this <laughs> fun 
10 worst songs that you need to forget article. And this is by whatculture.com. Mm. I don't even heard and, of that site. Oh, I go there every day. Whatculture.com. <laughs> so the 10 worst songs that you need to forget, they don't care what we say about them anyway. Get it? Ha <laughs> yeah. um, So starting at number 10, they list The Prince Who Wanted Everything from the Black Album. I don't think I've listened to that since. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's Aww. okay. I mean, it's like the one that that song reminds me of a baseball song. <laughs> Is that weird? Now that I think about it, it reminds me of a baseball song. Okay, like I don't hear get that it, in a baseball but... game. Okay. <laughs> Um, number nine was I Do, which is a B-side from Hashpipe. You said it. Yeah, I, you said that earlier. I didn't know where it was from. <laughs> number eight, Any Friend of Diane's. I disagree with that. I and actually quite like that song. I disagree with it as well. And so I'll be the article writer and you can be you. <laughs> a divisive album for being their most mellow, Pacific Daydream released to little fanfare as the Weezer's last release before their 2018 success with Africa. It features the twilight years of Weezer's beach-themed era that started with the Return to Forum White album, twinged with electropop influence. Any Friend of Diane's tells the story of all the women that helped frontman Rivers Cuomo early in his musical career. Scattered with pop culture references to the Smiths and cheers along the way to paint a picture of Cuomo's pre-fame working at Domino's between gigs. Any friend of Diane's is no worse than the tracks that preceded it. However, it is the fact that it holds the only guitar solo on the album in what sounds like Brian Bell on ukulele. This limp crescendo represents a shadow of what the band once was. Thankfully, Weezer's first single for their 2020 release, Van Weezer, shows a return for guitar solos in the end of the game. What? I don't know. I I don't, I don't agree with him because I like the song. I know a lot of people can like criticize that they think he has like a lisp in the song, which I never really noticed until somebody like until I read it. But. I don't know. I like it. I I think it's kind of sad, actually. The song is a bit sad because she doesn't... It sounds like... Do you remember this? Or am I making it up? That, no, she died of cancer or yeah, something? Yes, yeah. exactly. It was somebody who passed away or whatever. And it was like, he was just like writing a song about her. So I think that that's kind of a harsh... Anyway, whatever. Yeah, and I think it's like... <laughs> I don't want to forget it exists it's i thought it was a good song and i know a lot of people like it's like up there it was one of them. my favorites actually in yeah that, on, in that album actually yeah it was one it was one i like so, i'm more of a second halfer when it comes to that album where some people i can't I think choose like, i'm kind of like half and half yeah <laughs> but i noticed that most of the songs that i liked were oh oh <gasps> we are all on drugs i don't think that that's bad anyways uh six is time flies do you remember that song no. It's from Hurley. Oh, right. See, I'm surprised In the Mall is not in here. Because <laughs> that one was horrible. Well, I hate it. Anyway. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Maybe hate's a strong word, but you know. <laughs> yes. Okay. So time flies. Stand by me, which I didn't think was that bad. Uh, love is the answer. It's just interesting. <laughs> Three freak me out. And two, how does that song go again? Thought I knew. Was that the song that you, <laughs> you had to sing to me earlier? Oh no, that was freak girl. You really freak me out. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> It sounds like a Bee Gees song. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the, how I do it. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I thought I knew. I don't think I remember that one either. Oh, you know this one. It's okay. the one that Brian has on the relationship, which is basically oh, what they say right. on here. Um, the, the writer says, Weezer went full Beatles mode on 2008's Red Album trying to produce a six-minute sing-along in The Greatest Man That Ever Lived, sharing songwriting duties, and even letting every member sing songs on the album. Sometimes, though, there's a reason why the lead singer should stay the lead singer. Thought I Knew is guitarist and occasional keyboardist Brian Bell's attempt at a 90s alt-rock song. It feels like a song that wouldn't be too far removed from the battle of the band scene in School of Rock. Um... Uh, Brian Bell had the least consistent solo career during the original Weezer lineup's hiatus in the late 1990s, and it shows. A superior second version, documenting a more haunting heartbreak, was released for Brian Bell's side project, The Relationship, in 2010. The fact that the song was allowed a second release outside of Weezer shows how little the rest of the band cared about preserving the artistic integrity of the pre-released Thought I Knew on the Red album. Weak. <laughs> Burn. And then his number one uh, worst song by Weezer is the kids slash poker face cover. So it's not even a song that they, <laughs> anyway, whatever. It's not even a song that they yeah. wrote. It's just they covered it. And one cool. of them is a B-side and one of them is a Stand By Me's a cover. So it's like, I don't know how this yeah. person came up with this list, but it's okay. I don't either. It's so weird. Anyway. But um, in yeah. other news, <laughs> Finn Wolfhard's band Calpurnia is releasing covers or released covers from Weezer and Pixies. And now, did you know that they're breaking up? Oh, really? No. Mm -hmm. I don't follow that band. I don't really follow the kid either. <laughs> Neither do I, but it's a Weezer thing, so I'm mm, into it. True, um, yeah. Plus, they were in the video for Take On Me when... Which, yeah, I, I do like that video. And it's weird because, like, I... I as we were doing like kind of scouring for like news and stuff like that, I uh, I saw like a, a thumbnail of that video and I was like, oh, I haven't watched that in a while. <laughs> I just like that song yeah. too. Mm -hmm. So Good to one. have them kind of like recreate it and do like an ode was cool. Mm -hmm. I thought, what is this next one? It is a billboard.com article. Weezer scores 17th. Top 10 on alternative songs with The End of the Game, 25 Years After First Hit, by Kevin Rutherford. The band slots into a tie for sixth most top tens of all time. That's wow. pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. 
It's really good. Uh, Weezer continues to climb the list of acts with the most top tens on Billboard's Alternative Songs Airplay chart. And uh, with the end of the game breaking into top 10 of the October 12th dated ranking. Wow, that's crazy. I, I mean, the song just came out, so I, I didn't even... I mean, it came out last month. It's November, like mid-November now. Or did it come out in September? Anyway, it still it still seems like, you know, like it's still pretty new to me. And I was like, oh, um, the fact that it's like cracking into the top 10. And yeah, stuff it's like been a while. Pretty cool. mm-hmm. uh, the end of the game rises 12 to 9 to become the band's 17th top 10, lifting the act into a tie for the sixth most top 10s in the history of the chart, which began in 1988. Wow. It's a long time. Weezer, uh, Weezer's Hall of the Top Tens on Alternative Song dates to its first entry, Undone the Sweater Song, which reached number six in August 1994, extending its span of top tens on the survey to over 25 years. All right. So the other bands that are kind of up there with the wheeze of having top tens, Red Hot Chili Peppers has 25 top tens. Foo Fighters has 24, Green Day has 23, U2 has 23, Pearl Jam has 19. That's And when's the last time Pearl Jam was like insane popular? It's like yeah. been a long time, right? But they have 19, which beats Linkin Park, The Offspring, Smashing Pumpkins, Weezer, and then rounding off the list is Muse with a solid 16 hmm. uh, in the top 10, which makes sense i would have thought there would have been more yeah it's also kind of interesting too like most of these bands like they were yeah they remind me of the 90s like the the newest ish ones are like lincoln park and muse i would say yeah or the newish ones but yeah like offspring like Like, that's crazy yeah and you too (laughs) i mean and i get i get those Uh but still Mm-hmm. Muse it must be like just pumping them out like crazy, if, yeah. Um, right, because they yeah. have, they're not nearly as old as everybody else on there. Mm-hmm. All good for them. So, awesome. <laughs> good job. What do you guys. think of the the song and the video, the alien and? So I will admit I haven't actually watched the whole video. I have oh listened to the gosh. whole song though. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> what I know kind of fan are you? I know. I, just, I saw that there was like an alien. <laughs> and yeah, then it's kind of ET ish. Yeah. And it's like a house party. And I think the band that's playing is Charlie Bliss. It's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. And then, um, yeah, the alien. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe just the, the video just didn't interest me enough because, like, I mean, I mean, I do miss seeing them in music videos, but I do also understand that maybe uh, in a marketing standpoint, they probably want to keep their... <laughs> it sounds... It's a bit sad to say, but, like, you know, I think when they're trying to market to younger people, maybe they, they're trying to keep them hidden. <laughs> I feel bad saying that because I love them, obviously. Oh, but do you know like what I mean? not show how old they are? Yeah. I feel like I've read that before, even from like other people saying that. And I was like, oh, it makes me, it bums me out a little bit not seeing them. Yeah, me them. too. Because they haven't really, them. yeah, I haven't really seen them in a video. Not them in videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, 
So I wasn't really interested in watching the video because I was like, oh, I don't really care <laughs> about like teens <laughs> in a house party. I was like, I'll just listen to the song. I love the bridge though. It's so good. It's that like, it almost reminds me of a very pop punky um, sound as well. Like it starts off with that like metal, rock mm -hmm. metal sound. And then it softens. Yeah. And then it sounds more pop punky. Like more Weezer. <laughs> Yeah, or like, what is that band? Like, I don't know, like some 41 or some something like that. <laughs> like back in the day. Or Blink-182 or, yeah, you know. I mean, I guess I could see where you're going. Yeah, yeah. listen to that bridge. <laughs> it totally sounds like one of their songs. <laughs> or something like it. <laughs> and now, for our next segment, Blazer News with Bell J. <laughs> Hi, ladies and Weezer fans. This is LJ or at J-A-Y-0-1-E-L on Twitter. So excited to be doing this with you, my little man-on-the-street Weezer fashion segment. And to be clear, I don't really know a lot about actual fashion, so this is intended to be fun and, and not serious. The biggest Weezer fashion news that I don't think has been brought up is Brian's haircut. He posted a picture on his Instagram, and no one was really sure whether that was a current picture and Twitter and social media was abuzz about this new possible haircut. And then he confirmed it at the South Korean show where we saw pictures and videos of the new haircut. It's shorter. It's sassier. Everyone approves. So we, we like your new haircut, Brian. One of the mysteries of this podcast is that there is a rating for Weezer songs that's a Blazer Brian. And while I don't know fully what that means, haven't, has not been explained, I do understand the concept of cataloging Brian's Blazers, which we kind of started to do. And, and I think we got two. And Blazer number two is a blue blazer with white polka dots. And when we were talking about this on social media, he had not worn it in quite a while. I think maybe 2014, 15. I think he wore it on the second cruise. And we were discussing this blazer. We labeled it this blazer number two. And then shortly thereafter, within two or three weeks, he wore the blazer at the Washington show, I believe, Weezer's show in August. So I believe we should take that as a wink from Brian that he's listening and he's taking our comments to heart. In October, I was lucky enough to attend Weezer's free show in Birmingham, Alabama for UAB's 50th anniversary. We had a little cheering section, of course, on Brian's side. And before they came out, I said, he will wear the red denim jacket. And he did. And I am just very proud of that, knowing what he was going to wear. But this leads me to some non-Brian fashion news that with the ushering in of the Van Weezer era, we finally, finally get to say goodbye to Rivers and his expensive designer floral print shirts and Woody Allen bucket hat. It's over. His middle-aged Taurus look is over. And while the new look is so much better, the jeans, the jean jacket with the Weezer patch and the Hella Mega Novelty Tour shirt, 
he has worn nothing else to perform in since August. I think this look is here to stay through the Hella Mega tour. And my last fashion item is from the Rock and Rio show in September. Uh, Weezer was on the live stream. We were all watching, anxiously anticipating our guys to play. And as we watched, we saw the band take the stage. The lights illuminate them. The fog lifts. And we all collectively gasp as we see Brian and the poncho. It was a moment we will all never forget. It was amazing. We haven't seen it since, but it was a moment we all shared that we'll never forget. Anyway, that's all the fashion news I have for you this time. Anyway, follow me on Twitter at JAY01EL, and I hope to hear from you. Bye. And we're back. Thank you for such interesting and enticing Some fantastic tidbits. insights. <laughs> yes. I can't wait to hear more and what else is to come. <laughs> yeah, maybe a suit made of unicorn hair. <laughs> Who knows? Or blazer. Strewn, yes. Hand weaved <laughs> by other unicorns. Yeah, price stitched in- with like unicorn horns. It's like knitted that with unicorn bad, horns. Oh, they use their horns to kind yeah. of do the weaving. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> or like crochet. It's magical. <laughs> we'll never know. Did but you it- know that Africa got a gold record and they gave it to uh, Weezer Cover Africa on Twitter, girl? What? That's amazing. Isn't that so nice? That is so sweet. But uh, you know what? I, I, I get why they would give it to her. She, like, helped, you know, put them in the spotlight again. Like, with that. Like, if they didn't do it. <laughs> but they did. And then And then they got their number one. Like, that's that's awesome. Aww. Like, where would we be today if they hadn't covered <laughs> Africa? So, yeah, thank you. I, I wonder girl. if we would get a covers album. Would we get a... Do you think we would have a covers no. album because of it? No. Yeah, Mm-mm. I don't know. I know they've been covering songs, like, throughout their whole career, but... In terms of they pushing, definitely, I don't think it would have had the the attraction to, yeah, yeah, the mm-hmm. same thing. That's amazing. Yeah, good Not job. Really. Oh, what a lovely gift for her too to be like, what? <laughs> if Dude. I was such, so persistent, you know? Yeah, I'm so jealous. It's like I want to come up with something for Weezer to cover <laughs> and like make them totally more famous, and then they'll give me a green or green, <laughs> a gold album. I wish That's I was... the next topic. <laughs> a green album a green, green eggs and ham album yes <laughs> so Speaking i've of... been watching green eggs and ham and um it's really cute actually oh. i highly recommend i mean i only know the book i did so i also i thought it was a movie so is it a tv show or it's a series it? on netflix but it's like limited so i think okay. you know i don't know if they're gonna have multiple seasons mm-hmm. but so, like, the book, he's like, I do not like it in a boat. I do not like it with a goat. And, like, <laughs> each episode is, like, how he doesn't want it. So, like, uh-huh. there's a goat. They go on a boat. Like, all of the things that they mention in the book or in the show, mm-hmm. it's just co- totally different r- thing than you would ever expect. 
mm-hmm. and it's fun. And I, I didn't even know that Weezer was doing a song for um, this show. And when I turned it on for my son and I heard Rivers' voice, I was Ooh. like, this is Rivers. What's happening here? And I like Googled <laughs> it and I was like, oh my gosh. And it was amazing. And um, <laughs> I love it. I love his voice. Oh, and this is what he says about it, actually. River. It was, so is it um, Rivers and Weezer or is it just Rivers that, that did the song? I think it's just Rivers. Right. And the song is called Backflip. And it's like really, I love the, the it's so cute, like sounding. Like it just reminds me of the islands or something. The, I kind of like the guitar loop-ish uh, melody at the beginning. It sounds like a loop. <laughs> There's this part. So like if you skip the intro and just... <laughs> play the show it like starts off with like the very end of the song and it's like oh put it down playa or pick it up playa (laughs) like it's just it's river saying playa and i'm like no i wish people were able to see your adorable shoulder (laughs) that's a hip-hop move okay to get the song out of her body she had to <laughs> she had to kind of get into the curve <laughs> it's really funny hip hop on <laughs> oh my gosh yeah doesn't he say something like that or is it something to do with the guitar player or does he say no like i think it's definitely like <laughs> I, I, I will I say know. I listened to it maybe like once or twice before just because I, I just learned about it. Um, but so cool. Anyway, this is what Rivers says. He says, being part of uh, Dr. Seuss show is an opportunity anyone would jump at. His books are a part of the cultural fabric of everyone's childhood, which is very true. Is. <laughs> Dr. Seuss books are just I actually I remember even like as a kid, I was very um enthralled by like the art like just like the way he drew yeah or, yeah like just the it's hairy so people and, <laughs> and, like, and like their shapes they're so weird yeah they were, they were such odd shapes but they had these little pig noses and little rotund like abdomens you know and just really and long like limbs. weird names for everything yeah so cool like <laughs> yeah dr susan rolled off yeah yeah <laughs> So that's really good, if uh, or really cute. If you guys would like to give it a listen, check it out. I highly recommend mm-hmm. and listen. <laughs> and also, um, well, so Adam Devine is the voice of Sam. I am in oh. the show, mm-hmm. so I wonder if that's how he got to be in the the spell video. You know, the interesting thing is, I, I'm wondering what the connection is because he seems to be like. He he's obviously a Weezer fan, but like he he works with them quite often. He was he was on the um the cruise. He did one. He was like part of one yes. of the cruises, right? He was like a host or an well, MC he was, of some um, sort. Weren't the workaholics there or something? Oh, they were. I don't. Well, he's a workaholic. Yeah, yeah. I love the show, but yeah, I didn't know. Oh my god, did you watch there? that show? It was really I funny. Did. <laughs> I did. So bare suit. <laughs> But yeah, I, I didn't know that. Like, it's so weird that like he seems to be popping up quite a lot with uh, just like these Weezer connections. Because yeah, leading to well, we'll come back to it, I guess, because it's like the one after this news. Or should I just use it? Yeah. No. Well, we were the next news is just that they're on Frozen Two, but I think everyone knows that now. Hmm. Which is cool. I mean, if you like Frozen. <laughs> 
they're on Frozen 2. Yeah. And the song is it's a really big good thing. Too. It's Disney. So, like, that's, and that is a Weezer song. So, that's good. That's mm-hmm. good for Weezer. Did you like it? Did, have you listened to this one? I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. I think that I like backflip more, <laughs> but I haven't sat with the Frozen 2. I think it's all going to come down to, like, where in the movie mm-hmm. do I like the movie? Uh, do I like the song? I see. Like, in the whole context type mm-hmm. of thing. I haven't really, I, well, I don't really have kids either. So <laughs> I can understand, like, people being familiar with Frozen. Or, or, like, some people are Disney people, too, who, like, watch everything Disney. Mm-hmm. But I like the song. I thought it sounded, uh, like, what I've been noticing and what I really like is actually just, like, hearing Rivers sing. Like, his voice is so nice. And just... You know, just hearing his voice again, like just with these different songs that like haven't been manipulated or just like different. Like it's just his singing voice with like a piano or something like that or a guitar. Yeah, like like six. Yeah, like I like I like the Frozen song. I think it sounds kind of like a uh, (laughs) I said queen to you when I first was describing it. It reminded me of like a queen song or like a, a ballad, a rock ballad in an opera or something like that. That's what it reminded me of. But, okay, well, I didn't get to the I didn't get to the chorus, so I'll have to see. <laughs> yeah, that was just the vibe I got, in general vibe when I listened to it. I was like, oh, this is nice. I was like, oh, I wonder how it's gonna fit into this to the movie. So maybe I will have to watch the Frozen <laughs> series. I guess I know it's a movie, see, movie yeah. not movie series, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, the first one and the second one. I don't. Um, I don't know if I'll be watching it. I mean, it's. <laughs> I'm not going to go to the movies to see it. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably watch it on Netflix if it goes on there. <laughs> yeah. Same with I, Spell. I mean, I want to see Spell same. legit, but I mm-hmm. I think it's like out of the theater now. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm totally fine just waiting for it to come out on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I know. I'm kind of curious to see it. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Spell. <laughs> yes. Our, ne- <laughs> our next uh, news snippet here. Um crazy they released a video uh yeah a music video for the california snow song that's featured in the spell movie which i'm guessing is why <laughs> they've released it now because obviously it was from their last album <laughs> the mm-hmm. black album you know they've been promoting van weezer recently but then now that they've come out with this music video for california snow um to tie in with the spell movie it's kind of interesting. And also, again, Adam Devine or Devine plays he's in the, it. Yeah, he's in it. He plays either Rivers <laughs> or the psychiatrist in the movie. Did um, you notice how he's wearing glasses? Yeah. That look like Rivers. That's why I was like, I think it is. It's because Rivers is supposed to be the psychiatrist, but I don't think he makes like an actual appearance in the, the movie. I think it's just his voice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. and then they probably told Brendan, like, hey, mm. go ahead and do whatever you want to, like, help your film. Like, <laughs> if you need a music video to, like, get the mm-hmm. blood pump in for Spell, like, yeah. if it gets some news out there, go ahead and film it. And it probably took them to a solid two hours to do that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, just act crazy in this room. <laughs> together for, like, for like the song and do different things. I mean, it's very low budge, no offense. I'm sure they paid everybody, but still like probably didn't take like that much time. Mm-hmm. I think they, they cut 
um, some of the movie clips into it too, probably. So that probably mm-hmm. saved them a couple, couple shots <laughs> to do. But yeah, it seems interesting. Like the movie from the synopsis, I think. I mean, I think what I probably would watch it for is actually just hearing Rivers's voice, actually, but also just seeing the cinem- cinematography of like Iceland. Like, who doesn't want to see a gorgeous? They don't really. Oh, you mean the movie or the video? In the movie, not the yeah. not the video. Yeah, sorry. I don't think I, I even watched the, the whole video either. I'm so bad. Well, Adam Devine opens his shirt up oh, at one point. Nice. And he's like really in shape or he looked in shape to me. Yeah. For the moment that I saw. And he's very tan. <laughs> and I don't remember the hair situation, but I don't think there was like any. <laughs> I but I didn't care because I was like, hold on a minute. Not bad. I love that you, you're like, I don't remember the hair situation. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, think he's a normally hairy Normally I would notice. Like, I, I would think, like, there should be some. Mm-hmm. I don't see him as a none. hairy guy because I don't think I've ever even seen him with facial hair. Have you seen him with True. facial hair? He might just be, like, one of those guys that just, yeah. like, have a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's like the <laughs> steel wool. Like, I don't know. I think scraggles. it's weird if there's no hair there. I think like they're supposed to be. Yeah. It's like a guy thing. Like they, that's what is, I don't know. I want to be hairier than him. (laughs) Okay. Well, and I don't know. (laughs) Oh, well, some people can't help it though. I wasn't (laughs) against it in the video. Mm -hmm. So You're so funny. I was like, where are you at? (laughs) (laughs) Were you against it or were you for it? (laughs) I was not against it. (laughs) I love it. That's so funny. But yeah, so he's he's there uh, uh, making another appearance, kind of connecting to Weezer again. Um, yeah, so the movie, I think it's it'll, it'll probably be out in one of those like select theaters. It's like one of those indie type movies, I think, if anyone wants to check that out or hear the song or just watch the music video because you get to hear the song and clips of, you know, see clips of the movie. Yeah. If you're not interested in watching it or yeah. Or just listen to the song if you're not interested in watching any yeah, of it. Yeah, just like go to like Black Album and <laughs> listen to that. Uh, it's the last one. Yes. <laughs> it closes the album. Anyway, so... Yes. Also, Weezer, they did a interview with Zane Lowe. And that might have been where you saw Rivers and Billy Joe and Pete Wentz talking about meeting, mm, maybe. I'm not maybe. sure. They talk about the tour they played at the Whiskey A Go Go here in Los Angeles. They did like the super secret, top secret show here. Um, I really wanted to go. There's only like 200 tickets. That's probably the maximum of people allowed in this place. Mm-hmm. The Whiskey is a legendary music venue in Los Angeles. Like everyone has played there. It's been there forever. Like the doors, yada, yada. Have you been there before? Yes. Oh, cool. I have seen... I think Weezer there, and I have seen Space Hog. Oh, wow. <laughs> I only know one song by Space Hog. Is it In the Meantime? Yep. <laughs> it's a good it's song. A, it is a good song, which is crazy. It's like, yeah, it's a good song. Do they have any other? That whole others? album was good. I, I, yeah, I feel like it's one of those ones that like there's people who who know about and liked it i never really listened to the whole album which i think i should because like yeah i heard it was you good i like it <laughs> um yeah let me see who else 
I don't know. It was a long time ago. <laughs> Probably more, but I I don't know. Mm-hmm. You guys are lucky. You guys have like really cool clubs that, you know, are pretty established in terms of like, yeah, in We've the music scene. have been there a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like like I went to the Viper Room for the first time in a long time or for the first time ever to go see Weezerton and Uh it was just a bar like it was just really whatever and like that is like super mega famous and so is like no Mm -hmm. offense but so is the whiskey like it's just Mm -hmm. they're all I mean, Just I know I'd want to go. <laughs> if, it's obviously. so cool, though. Yeah. But the, the cool part is that they're small. And well, yeah. the smaller, the better. You, it's more intimate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Well, to see Green Day at the Whiskey would have been, like, <laughs> insane for somebody, like mm-hmm. a Green Day fan. What's the smallest place I've ever seen Weezer play? I don't know. <laughs> but I wanna, I would want to see them at something like that small. Yeah. If they did that goat punishment thing again, I'd be down. (laughs) Did you ever see them as goat punishment? No. Oh, no. I think I found out about it, like, very soon after. And I'm Mm. just like, what the fuck? I missed it? Like, not cool. Not cool, That would have been pretty sad. Yeah, especially because you're, like, in the area. Yeah. And, like, it was possible for you to see (laughs) them. Yeah. And to not know or to miss something like that sucks. Mm. (laughs) But, yeah, whiskey a go-go. I, I think yeah. I only know of that place because there's this guy named Alan Cross that does like, I think even, actually, I think Carl mentioned him in uh, your interview with Carl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> episode blah, 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 blah. <laughs> insert. <laughs> Just insert here. Episode name here. <laughs> actually, it was, I think it was like a Christmassy type episode because I remember making hollies for, anyway, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he mentioned like Alan Cross. And I think I think uh, he had to email him because he had like a fact about Weezer wrong or something like that. But he's like really respected, like uh, music journalist, I guess, kind of. He knows like shit about like every band, every music <laughs> like mm. thing out there. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I feel like he probably has mentioned Whiskey A Go Go before, but it makes sense, especially if, you know, he's talking about bands, like really famous bands or <laughs> ones that have. Yeah, because like everyone's played there. It's like Mm -hmm. a thing. (laughs) Cool. Good and bad, probably. Mm -hmm. So congrats if you got to go to that show. Mm -hmm. You were cool. Um, Somebody won tickets. Oh. They played Jimmy Kimmel. Also, we wanted to tell everyone that they should join the fan club because you get to win stuff every month. Uh Or... You could win stuff every month, right? <laughs> I, I don't know if it's every month, but I mean, there's some really cool opportunities that you can, you know, uh, get from the fan club, uh, get from joining the fan club. Like, obviously, I mean, you got to be in a, one of their videos and yeah, because there's like those like, casting calls for stuff like that for like actual fans. And then, you know, sometimes they they're able to get like tickets to go to like shows like jimmy kimmel if they can work it um you're always like the first to know from them and then also i think something recently like it was like around halloween i think lisa was like giving away like you know little cute packs i guess of you know mm-hmm. these are things like there was like records and um or vinyl or something so like bad. that or posters there was yeah. one just, i wanted yeah there was one that was like really really awesome i was just like ooh. I bet you everyone wants that one, but yeah, yeah, I don't, 
I, I didn't see who won them, but I think she was doing like live drawings and stuff like that. Yeah, so definitely it's like a good opportunity if you guys haven't. You should probably join the fan club. <laughs> Do it. Join it. Do Love it. it. <laughs> Learn it. Weezer's going to go on the Hella Mega Tour or they're already on the Hella Mega Tour. They went to Korea. They almost exploded. Oh, cool. Everything was fine. They um, <laughs> they almost exploded. Else? Well, they could have exploded. <laughs> Jason Cropper sent me a new version of the song that we premiered previously. Well, so we have, they have a new um, version of Perfect Dream. It's on SoundCloud. We'll put a link on the show. Mm-hmm. Also, his friend wrote me. <gasps> what? Yeah. His friend Brian uh, wrote me and said some really nice things about the interview. Oh. And he said that he wanted to share a few songs that he co-wrote with him what? Um, at Studio C. So he said that Jason wrote the music for these two songs and the second half of the lyrics on If There's a They. Jason is the one shredding on guitar. <laughs> and shred he does. That's amazing. So he says it took us about 18 months to make the record Topical Tunes for Troubled Times. And he got to watch Jason re-emerge as a creative force. And it was truly stunning and humbling. And I have links to both of the songs. And also Jason Cropper, the band with special guest Skip in Town. Uh, They're playing at the Fireside Lounge Friday, November 22nd. That's next Friday. Um, So this will come out on Wednesday. So in two days, please enjoy Jason Cropper. And they're playing in Alameda. So, and it's $7. So I'm pretty sure you can handle Mm it. Mm -hmm. And Alameda is up north in Northern California near San Fran. But yeah, that's so cool. So thank you, Brian, for writing me. And I I really, I need to write back. I'm a horrible writer backer. But um, please go represent Brian and Jason and say hi. Check out the songs. They're on YouTube. Also, uh, Jason's mom is on organ and vocals on one of the songs. <gasps> oh my gosh, why is that so precious? <laughs> I love that. I just, it that like never, he never thing. stops giving, right? Like, it's like, <laughs> you stop it, Jason Cropper, with your pumpkin seeds and your mom on organ. He's so positive. Like, yeah. He's adorable. He and is I, very I adorable. I love everything. Yeah, the pumpkin and thing was really cute. I was like, oh. <laughs> big shout out to, to Brian. I don't know. I'm not putting his last name here because I don't know if he'll be cool with me mm-hmm. blabbing it and stuff, but I definitely want to promote. Um, their show we'll put it on you know everywhere on all of our Mm -hmm. social media so you guys can see (laughs) all of the details and hopefully you go and take pictures and and tell me how it is (laughs) and I'll be there with you in spirit and I think that is it if you're ready to rock and roll (laughs) I am too are you ready I sure am. Sure am. Sure am. Sure am. I sure am. We will be right back to say goodbye to you. Hey, guitar player. Watch me backflip. Watch me backflip. Let me work my magic. Let 
guys for listening that was a long one hopefully we cut some of it out so it's not too bad it could have been worse we've done worse um what's next a regular episode 50 yeah are you interviewing two, someone i believe i believe it's going to be eric bales i have oh, to just nice. confirm the chameleon really the rivers chameleon we'll call yes <laughs> formerly known as cowboy rivers but now he's mixing it up and i will just call him Eric. Um, so it'll be fun. Sue Ann, where can everybody find you on social media? So I'm on, <laughs> I always don't be so excited. Them. I know I'm like, so well, <laughs> I'm on Twitter at common trifle underscore SK. Um, and I have a, uh, Instagram account at, at Sue Ann JK and you can find me. Yeah. Those are the two things you can find me on. <laughs> uh, you can find We Are Weezer on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at We Are Weezer. Check us out on our website, weareweezer.com. Listen, subscribe, rate us, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Um, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. We would like that. Uh, thank you so much, Brian, for the sound <laughs> and for our new Weezer News clip. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. I uh, We hope that we filled you in on some fun stuff. I mean, there had to be something in there that you didn't know, right? <laughs> yeah. And there was more. Like, we took a bunch out. So you're welcome. Yeah, that's it. And see you soon. Adios. <laughs> Adios.